live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because I don't like beer, but I keep trying. You want to know why? Because the question is, am I going to find one that I like? The answer is, I don't know. But I keep trying. It's a glutton for punishment. That too. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shuju Tribble. You can pretty well find me everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi. Uh, thin group at the moment. There's some reasons for it. From the Midwest of the U.S., Bridget, good evening. Good evening. And uh, at the moment, that's just about is. Unreno Tech is otherwise busy. Uh, Joseph may end up showing up. I mean, it is O'Dark Stupid in the morning over in Paris. Uh, I don't know if Joey's going to make it. It says that he's online, but I didn't get anything from him. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. So it's good to have you guys with us. Uh, as always, if you check in with us while we are recording live, this is important. I'll explain it in a little bit. You can, of course, join us on the YouTube chat and let us know how you're doing. So that means that, Stephanie, hi, glad you're able to, you know, get everything sorted out for yourself. Felis, hi, also, good morning. Good to have you guys over there. Uh, the reason why I'm having a little bit of fun about the timing thing is that our nice, close, warm, personal friends over there at Cognitive Dissonance, congratulations, you're about to crack the 600-episode mark. And I sent in a recording to congratulate them. Uh, Bridget, did you listen to it over there on the Discord server? I did. I think that I pretty well summarized everything that we had to say to them, didn't we? Pretty much. Hey. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yes, we will see how that plays out because Lord knows they're probably going to take a listen to it and go, oh, this guy again. <laughs> I still don't think they're going to no. show up. No, and no. that's that's all the more reason why I felt like I could get away with doing that because what's the likelihood that they're going to show up? Yeah, it, it's pretty freaking low. Yeah. But the door is always open for them. Yeah. Just not the back door. I'm sorry. That was last week. I could have made that joke. Whatever. Anyway. So I decided I made an executive decision this week as far as to what beer I was going to be trying out. This week, I am trying out the Von Trapp Vienna Austrian style lager. Why? No other reason other than I just made an executive decision and I decided which one I was going to pick out. So, you know, there, there it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's all nice. And it's a short, yeah. it's a short can, by the way. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's just a little bit over one hand high. It's, uh, let's see, 12 ounces. Sorry, 355 milliliters. I'm sorry. It actually shows doesn't, both of them on here. Doesn't have a deceptively pretty misleading label like the other one did. Oh, God. Yeah, we were talking about that. My <laughs> friends and I, we were talking about that last night. Oh. Because, la all right, reminding you, last week we went to uh, uh, a new restaurant that had recently opened over here in Buffalo, a German uh, brew house. I forget exactly what it was called. And I tried their uh, their gold lager, which uh, apparently they make on premises. It was good. It was good. It was, it was another one of these heavy ones, kind of like Guinness. And I've, I've actually gone back to Guinness a couple of times, which is kind of surprising. 
And I've kind of liked that. Uh, so, you know, I, I made that one my, my select, you know, select try it out kind of thing. So I didn't drink on air, if you will. And, uh, the one that we were talking about, cause we were talking about it also with my friends tonight, the one from, uh, uh, north of where I live up on the Niagara Peninsula. Oh God, that, that was, that was horrible. The fact that it tasted like, um, grapefruit, that's what it was. Uh, it, it, it wasn't supposed to. Oh, I poured a little bit too much, uh, foam. Oh, well, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. Well, so it's- for whatever it's worth, Will Wheaton is also a Guinness man. He's also a good person. Yeah, I love Will. Yeah, for anybody that's not followed Will Wheaton on any of the social medias that he follows, he's an amazing human. He he's a wonderful person. He is an absolutely wonderful person. Um, also J. Michael Straczynski, I follow him. Well, the Tribble account follows him, and uh, every once in a while he has this block of time where he just answers questions that have been lobbed over at him on Twitter. And uh, one night I just sent one over his way and said, look, you know, there's, there's all these questions that people keep asking you. So I, I figured I'd ask you something you don't normally get. Are you doing okay? Uh-huh. Uh, didn't get a response on it, but you know what? That's okay. But uh, he has interacted with the triple account before. So, uh, you know, for considering that this is supposed to be a logger, uh, Von Trapp Brewing, Stau, Vermont, a little bit of Austria, a lot of Vermont. Yeah, Austrian-style lager. I, you know. Mm-hmm. The right color. Yeah. So, I guess we we find out how much of this fuzz I end up getting in my stash. Oh. And I just realized I didn't get an overwhelming smell from it when I first opened it. In this day and age, um, that is almost concerning, but, uh, you know what? It's, hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of beer, but not quite. Um, it's got a little bit of beer, a uh, little bit of bitter to it. I don't know that I necessarily like it. Probably not, uh, but I don't know that I necessarily hate it. At the very least, not yet. Well, you know what? We'll we'll find out as time goes on, because that's the way that it works around here, isn't it? All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Before we go ahead and get into uh, stuff, as a reminder, I will have the horrible scopes for you guys uh, when we come back. I did go look up information on Rafe Badawi. There is no new news. Except, and this is kind of annoying, there are concerns that he has symptoms of COVID for the last two weeks. There have been other uh, instances of COVID in the prison that he's been in, which does not lend things to being really wonderful, to put it mildly. But there is no change in his incarceration, that being the case. As of the recording of tonight's show, it has now been nine years, four months, 13 days out of a possible 10-year sentence 
since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes, our thoughts or hopes are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So with that, let me go ahead and get you rolling for uh, tonight's episode, and we'll kind of roll from there. So with five minutes on the clock, your five-minute freestyle starts right now. Superstition. First thing that comes up for me when I hear that word is Stevie Wonder. Well, Stevie Wonder, it's a great song. The fact that Stevie Wonder played pretty much everything on that recording session is just amazing to me. But that's not what I'm talking about this time. We're coming up onto Halloween, and of course, superstition plays a lot into that. And superstition is, in and of itself, not necessarily a bad thing. It's just not a good thing. There are certain things that, you know, just don't make any kind of sense whatsoever. Don't break a mirror. Well, I mean, you really don't want to do that anyway. Especially considering that that glass is usually uh, going to break into very long, sharp shards, and you don't want to be playing around with that. Don't cross a black cat. Well, I mean, if the cat's, you know, shorter than your knee in height... I don't think you got very much of anything to worry about. Don't walk under a ladder. Well, okay, you know what? That's a that's a good one. From a safety perspective, that's actually a pretty good one. Um, don't test live wires by grabbing them. All right, that's not a superstition one. That's actually a, a good one to remember. If you want to test wires to find out if they're live, use the backside of your hand. Because if they're not live, you're fine. If they are live, your muscles are going to contract and you're going to punch yourself right in the face for being stupid enough to test a live wire with your hand. And you deserve it at that point. But there are some superstitions that really, again, they're not bad. They're not good. But they don't do anything wrong. In a way, I kind of have one. I probably have a lot of them, but there's one in particular. Ever since my wife died, 16 years plus now, I look to the skies. There's one star in particular, because when she died, I looked at the star maps, the legit star maps, and figured out that roughly, and I say roughly because who in the hell can be really that precise with figuring these things out? The time and date and the view of the sky when she died, there was one star in particular that was what would have been otherwise directly overhead at that point. And yes, I know, they're not actually right there, but in the sky, what I could see. So you know, give me, don't give me shit. And whenever I've decided that I wanted to be talking to the memory of her, I go look for that star, and I talk to it. I actually have to physically go outside and figure out where that damn star is, because where I live, there's a lot more stars than what I normally give credit to. But I look to the sky, and I talk to my wife, who is long gone, 16 years. No way that she could ever talk back to me. And I talked to the memory of her. 
which is not any too much different than when people go visit graves and talk to their ancestors. In Japan in particular, it's it, it's a thing where because there is so little land that's available, when someone dies in the family, they're cremated, they're put into a they're put into a, a, an urn, and the family has a, a familial plot of land with an obelisk on it. And it has the names of all the people in the family who are interred. And right in front of the obelisk, there is a section, a plot of land, and they dig down until they find the top of whatever the next urn is, and they leave the remains there, and they etch the new name on the obelisk. And you go and you visit. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Because trying to find closure, trying to find peace, trying to find some way of coming to terms with the loss, there's nothing wrong with a superstition like that. Until and unless they talk back to you. And then, that's when you have to worry about the superstitions. It is now episode, where is my show title? There it is, 381. Religion is now Frankenstein's monster. I really should have made that like two lines instead of just one along the bottom. I should really do that more often. Eh, whatever. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sorry that Joseph isn't with us right now because his big thing is always talking about how everybody is looking to uh, leader. Oh, God. What's leader decider. Leader decider provider for direction on everything and you know catching up on some old podcasts listening to again talking about cognitive dissonance how they were complaining that at the time and i don't remember when this was this was earlier in the summer half of the mormons said they would not go and get vaccination even though they're what do they call the Council of Twelve? Is that what it is? I think I think that's Gosh. I, I I think that's what it is. Anyway, they're they're top twelve the the people who are at you know the top of this multi level marketing scheme. They uh, <laughs> sorry, they're, uh, I think they're elders or something like that. Yeah, but they're 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 top level folks have mm -hmm. told their people do this because do this. And what killed them was finding out, you know, their 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 council of twelve, whatever whatever the the title is for the group, they told their people go and do this. And in the Mormon faith, this group of twelve are supposed to be like the closest thing to God. They are getting divine inspiration. They are, uh, they they are the closest thing to God incarnate, as far as their faith is concerned. And they have half of the people say, no, not going to do it. The Roman Catholics, the Pope has gone ahead and told everybody, you know, go and get yourselves vaccinated. And I don't remember what the actual number is, because there are a couple of different Catholic groupings, depending as to how you slice and dice the data. But the infallible Pope 
direct ear from God and to God and the one who is, how did they word it? Physically incapable of being wrong has a less than 100% certainty from the congregations that they will get vaccinated, even though he said do it. You know, it's kind of funny how you go ahead and you get involved with these groups. You talk to leader, decider, provider, and now suddenly, you know, not so much. So we're going to have a little bit of, uh, we're going to have a little bit of discussion about that because, well, I mean, even though we've only got the two of us, we can have a little bit of a discussion. Plus, you know, we've got, you know, we've got Stephanie and Felis over there, so you know, I'm sure we'll have something to talk about until we get some trolls. Because I've been using the, I, I've been using the hashtag feature and the the, yeah. the tag feature, and wow, it's amazing what happens when you start using that. I should have been using <laughs> that, you know, never because I really, really, really hate these goddamn trolls. They're just annoying, and I say that from the standpoint of not that I'm angry. It's just guys, really, really. Whatever. They still find us anyway, especially mm. on our Easter episode. Well. They always find us around Easter. Well, hey, look at the bright side. Next week is going to be Halloween weekend. So, you know, all the trolls will be out throwing pumpkins off of bridges. Folks, please. I, I know I say it at the end of the shows, but I'll do it in the beginning of the show this time. If you're driving at night during the October season, Please be mindful of highway overpasses. Kids like to throw jack-o'-lanterns into traffic. I used to help with pumpkin patrol with the New York State Thruway. I've seen the pictures of what happens when mass suddenly hits highway speed windshields. It is... Yeah. The worst part is not people die. It's people die eventually. Keep that in mind. So with that happy moment out of the picture, how about we just go ahead, get the horrible scopes, and then uh, we can actually get into the, (laughs) you people are stupid. So we'll go from there. So for those of you that are ready for it, here you go. Here's your big opportunity. If you know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't, Make it up as you go along. Roll a d12. And you know what? Ask your ask your smart device to select one for you. You might be surprised what will come up with you. So let's get you rolling over here. And these are actually written a lot easier than they were last week. Trust me. Aries, that piece of work you've been trying to remember is called The Vitruvian Man. It was made by Da Vinci around 1490. And just like with musical earworms you will not be able to stop thinking about that piece. Enjoy. Taurus, a piece of space debris is up there waiting for you. Don't give it the opportunity to get you. Stay on Earth where it's safe from flakes of paint whizzing by at 17,000 miles per hour. You know, where there are psychopathic, homicidal, pissed-off hornets and ass needles of stability death. You know, safe. Um, that's, that's, that's not the word. It's not safe? No. Stabity. 
Ass needles of stabity death. Ass needles of stabity death. Stabity has two B's in it. (laughs) See, the problem. No, no, no. See, the problem is it's got the it's got the red on it because it Google thinks that the word is stability. Stability. It's stabity. Yes, stabity. Ass needles of stabity death. Remember that. It'll be important. Actually, right now, oh, crap, that's right. This is about the time of the season when any sugars are going to be uh, swarmed by what's left of the uh, yellow jackets and hornets and wasps and stuff. So, um, yeah, be careful. Keep we that do mind. have murder hornets. Yeah. yeah. Gemini, smoke coming out of your car isn't always a bad thing. If the car is generating it on its own and it's exiting the tailpipe, that is bad. If you're using a smoke generator and pump it into a rubber hose in the engine and you see some leaking out. Okay, change that. Uh, smoke coming out of your car is always a bad thing. Go get that checked out. Cancer Manchild. Halloween is right around the corner, so you better get your tricks ready for the kids about to show up at your door. Get out your Nerf gun and add an aluminum electrolytic capacitor to the front of the dart, making sure the leads extend out the front. You don't want to have them out the back, okay? Once charged up, it makes for a simple shock dart for those greedy little kids. Yeah, I misspelled a word over there, but you got you got the right over the idea over there. Yeah, and like I said last night, I would love to see that happen. Fifty volts out of a capacitor into some poor kid's arm. I want to see that happen. That plastic bucket's just gonna go all over the place. Better than a taser. Well, now see with a taser, the whole thing is just you don't want that. You just want just the just one, just one. Leo. In British, oh, yeah, Stephanie, I was not thinking about you for this one, by the way. I was thinking about somebody else. In British English, British English, it's called a track suit. In the Americas, it's a sweat suit. Contrary to its name, it is neither a suit appropriate for a business environment, nor is it supposed to be worn around others when you've been sweating in it. This time, the Brits got it right. Only wear it at the track when you go running, and not to the Cheltenham Festival. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm certain that momentarily Stephanie is going to be. Oh, and look, Gloria's there. Gloria, on behalf of all of us, fuck your face, and you are gone. Do you have against athleisure wear? Come on. Hater. Virgo. Failure precedes success is a long-term truism. Stop seeing all your stop seeing all your failures in a negative light and see them for what they are. Bumps on the road to fulfillment. Once you do something right, give up on it and move on to the next set of failures. It's kind of like the Peter Principle. Once you got something right, just give up on it and move on to something else. Libra, pole dancing is far more difficult than you ever thought it would be. 
Remember the jungle gyms you climbed when you were a kid? It's way harder than that. It's Cirque du Soleil levels of practice and dedication to do it without hurting yourself, never mind doing it well. Cancel that order for the home version poll and save yourself from weeks of traction in bed. Yeah. Path that's flown into your basement in three easy lessons. Step one, verify there really is a bat in your basement. Step two, set out a piece of paper and wait for the bat to leave some excrement on it. Step three, write on that paper that you're transferring ownership to the house to the bat whose DNA is on the paper. That bat is now caught picking up the next 25 years of your mortgage. I have never heard a court say that you can't do that. It's an idea. Downside is, I don't know that a bat would live 25. You know what? We'll figure it out later. Figure it out later. Yeah, he's stuck with the mortgage. Who cares? Yeah, it's true. Sagittarius. Online dating groups don't know you very well, and that's your fault, not that we blame you. Being a bit more of an introvert with trust issues means you won't give out many details about yourself to strangers, which is perfectly understandable. Maybe find a profile of someone who wants a daring adventure and kidnap them for a weekend. Since you're the quiet type, everyone will suspect you, so brush up on your poker face. Capricorn. Roller coaster season has come to an end, and just in time, too. With only weekend availability for rides, the parks are all ramping up for Fright Fest. Enjoy the haunted house with that one friend who loves all things horror, and enjoy the critique they'll have for the event. I have a buddy of mine that uh, I was specifically thinking about, because that's the kind of person he is, and I've become that person, too, now. Which is fun. Aquarius, the internet has taught us many great things, but you need to learn one very important one. The best way to keep your toilet clean is by sitting on it every time you use it. Blame Hank Green for that one. Seize. You remember that Frank Sinatra's nickname was Old Blue Eyes, but did you know Brent Spiner from Night Court had an album called Old Yellow Eyes is Back? And his backing vocalists on the song It's a Sin to Tell a Lie was LeVar Burton, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes, and Patrick Stewart. What we're saying is, get in good with some relatively unknown actors and you too could have a recorded career. Somebody pointed out that it really should be Sir Patrick Stewart, because... It is Sir Patrick Stewart. Well, yeah. He has been knighted. Well, yes, now, but I mean, referring to what he was doing at the time, he wasn't Sir at that point. All right, I will I will correct it. I will correct well, it. Well, he, he wasn't Sir at, the, at that point in time, you're right. But the question came up, so does that mean that it's retroactively added because... Uh, you know what? Let me figure it out. Later. I don't know. You know what? I like him enough. I'll do it anyway. I don't care. Because the last thing I want to be doing is going ahead and saying, Brian Blessed, and then talk about Flash, 
and have somebody say, no, it's Sir Brian Blessed, thank you, as Voltan back in 1980. I don't want to have that argument later. So those are your horrible so, scopes. How do we refer to Brian May then? Is he Dr. Brian May or is he Sir Dr. Brian May or Dr. Sir Brian May? Oh, for the love of, oh, no, it would be, um, oh, crap. <laughs> he was knighted? I think he was. Was he not? I don't know. I'm going to have to Google that. You Well, yes, you, you go ahead and you do that. And those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you enjoyed them, that's entirely accidental, and I don't care, because nobody bribed me for this week, so you get what you paid for. Which you didn't pay for, it, so tough. Deal with it No, he hasn't, but he is CBE, so he's commander of the most excellent order of the British Empire. Does that confer a sir on him? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, well. Oh. I don't understand UK peerage. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I'm, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Anyhow. Oh, and Stephanie was saying, I could do with a tracksuit for next Monday when I'm off for scans. No metal fasteners. Stephanie, I, I, I understand that it's like right around Halloween, but somehow the idea of you wearing um, a suit that's held together just with Velcro makes me think of the Chippendales dancer guys ripping off their pants. I really didn't need to have that thought in my head. So thanks, I guess. Uh, deal with all that one. Anyway. So back to uh back to the actual topic at hand because oh my lord, let me tell you, when I when I when I heard when I heard the guys over Cogdis talking about this, it it absolutely floored me because like I said, Joseph is always on about the the leader decider provider, and it fell right into that trope. The idea that these these top of the rung folks are saying you you really need to go ahead and do this and we're telling you to do it and half of them are just like mm, nope go piss up a rope so what's the point seriously when when all is said and done what the hell really is the point of people being part of these organizations if they're literally not bothering to do what it is the one thing where we hear theists say, well, as an atheist, you just want to make yourself as God. Wow. Amazing how that projection suddenly happens when half of Catholics at one point and half of the Mormons and roughly half of the evangelicals who have some of them have been told to do it. Some of them haven't, admittedly, are just like, no. I want to do it my way. Man, you want to talk about them worshiping themselves as their own personal god? Hmm. Jeez. Almost feels like that projection thing finally came full round to biting them in the ass, didn't it? This is the part where you cue in a little bit. What part do you want me to cue in on? Any piece that catches your attention, because, I mean, the, the, the absolute absurdity of this whole damn thing is 
positively hellaciously funny to me in a sad way. People not wanting to get vaccinated or well, well the fact that they are the, the fact that they're not wanting to, even though they are the obligated to as a religious obligation. Well, what the hell is the point of so many of these people when well let's kind of bit all right, let's back it up a little bit. We keep I, Joseph keeps talking about how so many of these people have is the right word issued critical thought i'm I'm thinking of the right the right term they they basically throwed it overboard, yeah, good, I got the right word, yay, I actually can English today all right they well, I think it's promotion like issued, not issued i i you know what that might be my long Island accent creeping into me again. they've issued mm-hmm screw you, issued a critical thought for self as God at this point. Because if their religious leaders are the ones who have been imbued with the authority of the Almighty, and they say, you need to do this, and half of them come up and say, uh, nope. You know, it's kind of who's listening to who here and who's listening to what? Like I said, we've been told that atheists just want to sin for themselves. They, they want to have a sin free life because then they don't have to have sin. They want to make themselves their God of everything. And at that point, isn't that exactly what these religious folks, um, I was going to use a different F word. It's not the one you think it is. Isn't that exactly what they're doing then? Well, the thing that you keep forgetting, and I, th- and I think that this is, I'm not going to say it's uniquely a United States problem, but you see a lot of it here. And I've got a cat that I'm going to kill. That would be you. Um, is... Even though the religious leaders have said, yes, you need to do this, and it's okay, I think some people may be looking at that as, okay, you're paying lip service because this is what you're supposed to say, but you don't really mean it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Or there are other people that are so deep into the Trump Kool-Aid and the QAnon nonsense and all that that they're like we really don't care what our religious leaders said this is what trump says but the thing that kills- there are there are people in north carolina large large groups of people in north carolina that are trying to get a religious exemption because they think it's the mark of the beast yeah yeah and they try to seriously get think that oh yeah i know i know and and what's even i don't want to say even worse then, but what's really bad about that is that they're trying to use the excuse, and I'm saying it's an excuse, mm-hmm. that the they want the religious exemption because allowing the vaccination would be government speech being imposed upon them and and uh 
and federal state sanctioned uh, I, I'm I'm not quite sure exactly how to word it, but I, I'm I'm hoping that you kind of get the idea that they're they're basically saying we don't want the government dictating what our religious speech is going to be. Our religious speech is that we think that it's the mark of the beast, whether or not it's true or not, doesn't matter to our sincerely held belief, and you can't tell us otherwise. So, bleh. yeah. And the even crappier part about it is that there are still those that are out there that are just like, well, you know what? For $50, I'll fake one for you. Oh, God. I love it when those people get caught. I love it when those people get caught. I'm waiting for one of these folks to get caught at like a border crossing. And they're now trapped on the other side of their border for who only knows how. Actually, wait a minute. Forged documents at a border? You might do time on the border side that you tried to get across to before being ejected back home and being disallowed from crossing the border again for, what, a decade or more, if ever? Yes, somehow I don't think these people would really want to do time in a Mexican prison system. Or any prison, because I, I was specifically thinking of Canada. Well, Canadian prison might not be that bad. Mexican prison would be a hellhole. It is true. Yeah, there is that. That's true. But it would be a shame to, you know, get busted up in Canada and be banned from, you know, crossing the border again for, you know, 10 years, life, whatever it is. If you ever wanted to immigrate there, then that would screw that up. Oh, tell me about it. That that would suck. Yeah, it would suck. And for the record, by the way, yes, the American dollar goes further in Canada. And you really want good maple syrup? You want to go to Canada. If you mm -hmm. don't, if you have never tried poutine, you need to go to Canada and get yourself some good Canadian poutine. Because uh, a, you will go through um, calorie overload, and b. It'll be enough calories to hold you over so that you won't need to wear basically anything other than sweatpants or swimsuit, actually, uh, through most of the winter. Because you'll have so many calories and you're ready to burn off, <laughs> it won't matter. God, I miss going across the border to get myself yeah. Harvey's Canada. Hi, guys. If you guys would love to go ahead and support us, we would love to take your money. <laughs> It, it won't happen, but I mean, I, I would really love for that to be the case. Yeah, we could even send you live video, um, you know, to anybody who donates money for us to go up there and get Harvey's. I will do this show nude. Yes, <laughs> nude. I'm not going to move the camera at all, and I'm not going to stand up, but I will do this show nude. Okay, mostly nude. I will at least put a towel on my chair. I, I mean, I know I'm the only one that's sitting in this chair, but I mean, it's only the right thing to do. So whatever. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I think about this beer yet. I mean, it's warming up. I don't know that it's necessarily warming up to me, so to speak, but uh, I mean, I haven't put it aside and said, no, I'm not drinking it. Didn't run to go pour it down the drain. Nope, not yet. 
probably won't. I don't think yeah. it's one that I'm going to go back to, but. Um, yeah. Excuse me for like 30 seconds. I'm going to have to go get a cat away from this computer equipment before I kill her. <laughs> I'll be right back. Not a worry. Hey. So the things that's been annoying me about this whole piece is trying to understand why these people would be in the situation that they put themselves into in the first place. It's really, really tough for me to make any kind of sense out of it. And I know full well that there are people who are going to be like, you know, well, you're trying to make sense out of a nonsensical situation. And well, yeah, I mean, I've, I've done tech support for so long. That's kind of my general modus operandi. That's, that's kind of where my brain goes to first. Have you turned it off and turn it back on again? That That's me. But trying to figure out why these people would put so much into these people who are supposed to be, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep using the expression, leader, provider, decider. They put so much into them and they still come back to it all. And they're just like, I'm going to go ahead and do what it is that I'm going to do because there's a higher calling than the authority that you supposedly have, according to the great almighty. And it's really hard for me to wrap my head around because I mean, we don't do that. And by we, I mean, generally speaking, very large brush here for a second, atheists and skeptics, those who are outside of the, there is a guru up above us because for skeptics and, and atheists, we don't have a guru. We have some really good teachers. Uh, I mean, um, a perfect example. Good teachers. People like Dr. Feynman. You know, who went ahead and said, look, if, if, if you go ahead and you have an idea and you test that out, and you properly do the test and the test comes back and says, mm, no, what you thought was wrong. Well, your idea was wrong. There's just no two ways about it. If it doesn't agree with experimentation, it's wrong. So Dr. Feynman was, was wonderful at being able to do those kinds of tests. He, he knew his stuff and was a wonderful person to try to convey it. Dr. Tyson, also another one. He's, although he has been super cagey about using the A word, you know, he's, he's somebody who has been very good about trying to explain. Uh, science communicators are really difficult to come by. And, and Dr. Tyson's done a pretty good job. Is he as good as Dr. Sagan? No. No, that is an incredibly high bar. Carl Sagan was a man for the ages as far as trying to convince people about prospects. I mean, he was able to convince NASA to put the golden record on Voyager. He, all right, not just him. He was the one who convinced them, almost, almost him exclusively, to put video imaging on the Voyager probes. NASA didn't want to do it. It added more complexity, but they finally relented and they did it. He was the one that convinced them to turn the damn thing back around 
towards the sun, possibly burning out the sensor to get the picture that we now know of as the pale blue dot. And what amazing goddamn prose came out of that from him. Is it religious? In timbre? But in content? No. It's humbling. What he wrote was absolutely humbling in the grandest possible way. And did we listen to every word that he said and obey it because it was Carl? No. No to both. Because he was one person who had a lot of great ideas. He had some bad ideas, too. He was human. But he tried. And ultimately, that, I think, is the grandest part of the human experience and the human spirit. To try. And that's why I find this whole situation that we're in, that we're talking about very specifically, so terribly ironic. These people not only gave up their individuality, their, their, their deciding process to people above them, they relinquished it because it hurt their feelings. Amazing, isn't it? I heard you back. Did you see? Did you see Felis? No, kill the kitty. No, kill the kitty. Well, if she happens to mess up this computer equipment, I'm going to have to kill the kitty because this is not my equipment. Oh, that could be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have to uh, try to replace products in this current climate because that'd be bad. That would be really, really bad. And it's not my equipment. It's my former employer's equipment. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Until and unless they tell you, yeah, you can keep it. Which, by the way, um, is, is it even worthwhile equipment? I mean, the laptop itself is not bad. But I still don't want to have to be responsible for replacing it. Yeah, that's fair. And it's fair. Especially if the cat happens to tear up the box and pee on it, and she's trying her best. That would be a problem, yeah. That's that's good. Have you considered using a, a, a Nerf dart with a capacitor in the front of it? If I had one, I would shoot her in the ass with it. Therein lies the problem right there. You need a, you need a Nerf. And I can't yell at her to stop because she's deaf. Oh, yeah, that that would be, hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's not going to work. I yell at her anyway, but she can't hear me. <laughs> well, of course you do. You're senile. <laughs> Notice, but, everybody, that was not a no. That was not a no. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you're wrong. Um, but, uh, but therein lies, the, yeah, but therein lies the problem. If you go ahead and say, yep, I'm senile. Yeah. How, how do we, okay. If you actually are senile, you're not in the right way of going ahead and accepting that answer and being quite correct about it because you have no way of judging it. But if you're not senile, but you say, yes, you're lying to me. So. If I am or not. So you're not allowed to go up uh, flying a bomber. 
is what it comes down to. There's a literary reference that, goddammit, I actually know what the hell I'm talking about. And and somebody's going to figure it out later. No, I just, I wish I knew what to do about this cat. Because, you know, there's been PlayStation 3s that she's peed on, cell phones, all sorts of things. And I don't know why. <laughs> Marketed it as her own. Uh, Stephanie has said, um, sign language? Yeah, uh, that's, mm, that, mm, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think, I don't think that's going to work. And Groucho's not deaf. And if you get any ideas, you're going to be a member of the 82nd Airborne Kitty Brigade. People wondering why we keep talking about trebuchets instead of catapults. Catapult. Yeah. Catapult <laughs> this cat. I'm sorry. As a complete aside for a second, I, I have to I have to make mention of it now that now that I pulled the, the catapult out of out of the thing because I was about to say, I love my cat. Pull! I found out, by the way, um History of the World Part Two, because Mel Brooks is not yet dead. Thank you. Um Mel Brooks is apparently working with Hulu, I think is who it is, on doing a series for History of the World Part Two. I'm unhappy with this, but you know what, Mel you know what? Mel wants to do it because Mel can do it. All right. You know what? Fine. Whatever. It's all good. We love you, Mel. It's going to be a real sad day when you leave. And Betty White, God damn it! Somebody wrap her in bubble wrap so she can make it to 100, please. Yeah. Every time I see her oh, I know. on Twitter, my heart stops. You and me both. You and me both. Oh, my God. You know, if it wasn't for Lucille Ball, Betty White would have been the successor to Gracie Allen. Seriously. she uh, Gracie Allen just... Anybody has not paid attention to uh, George Burns' Gracie Allen back in the uh, the 40s and early 50s. Oh, my God. You have absolutely missed on some beautiful, wonderful comedy. You really you really should go ahead and, and pay attention to some some great stuff. Anyway. And no, the line was not, say goodnight, Gracie, goodnight, Gracie. No, the line was, say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, folks. I know, I had to look it up. It's, it, it's, it's a thing. Anyway. Oh. I think this whole thing is just, you know, another manifestation of Trumpism on steroids. That man, ugh, I hate to even say that. I know. It's been such a, a cancer on, you know, not only civil discourse, but just, you know, all of the attacks on everything, science and the media and everything else. And what really blows my mind is these 74 million people lived through the same four years that the rest of us did, and they don't see it. And I'm thinking, how? Yeah. Yeah, you and me both. How how can you not see? <laughs> yeah. I I mean, I I literally had been thinking about it recently. I, I had the I had the memory of um inauguration day come up in my head. Reminding you, inauguration day was just oh, well, would you look at that? Eight months ago. Uh, no wait, ten nine months ago. I can't I can't I can't math, leave me alone. 
nine months ago. It was nine months ago where the son of a bitch, and I'm going to give away with saying it this time, went ahead and simply door dashed. Am I, am I thinking of the right term? When you get a whole bunch of folks together and uh, to a restaurant and you just dash on the check? You know, uh, dine and dash. Dine and That's dash. what you mean. Yeah. Uh-huh. He basically dine and dashed out of the White House. He didn't mm-hmm. bother waiting for the, the, the new first couple to come in. He just, he just closed the doors, locked the door, chucked the key somewhere and said, you know, screw you all. I'm out of here. Even though when he was, when he became president, I'm not going to say elected because he had fewer votes. He gamed the system. Fight me on this one. I don't care. He was brought in. He was visited. He he got the chance to meet the couple at the time, which was the Obamas. Thank you very much. And it must have... I'm going to get in trouble for this one. I know I'm going to get into trouble for this one. And I'm going to use this... God, I have to explain. I have to explain before I say it, because I want people to understand where it's coming from, so that they understand where it's going. If it's racist, don't say it. I have to, and I will explain the why first, because it needs to be completely and utterly in context. When Ishmael Brown was still with us, and God damn it, I, I miss you, man. Rest in power, man. We still, I, I still miss you like crazy. Ishmael Brown from Angry Black Rant. Some time ago, I got in touch with him because one of the shows that we were going to do was very racially charged, and it had to do with stuff that was happening, I believe, for the the civil rights uh, era and whatnot. And I was really uncomfortable with trying to figure out, should I use the terms that were used in the day while describing what was happening in the day? Because I did, I, I was absolutely, I was absolutely on the fence. Should I do it because the historical context needs to be kept or do I just use the, the, the truncated version of, you know, whatever, whatever the, the, the letter word is. And Ishmael Brown told me in no uncertain terms, and I'm almost directly quoting him, you absolutely use the words. And the reason why was for exactly the reason that I was saying the historical context needs to be kept. We need to be reminded every once in a while how viscerally wrong those expressions are and still are and will continue to be for the rest of everything. And we, sh- we need to face up to exactly those problems. And just using the letter word doesn't convey it sometimes. Sometimes it needs to be there. So when I have to go ahead and preface before I say something. Please understand, I am actually really and truly on the fence, but I 
honest and truly believe that this needs to be there for the context to work correctly. And if you disagree with me, I completely and utterly understand that. But please understand also that I'm saying this not because I believe the expression in any way, shape, or form. I find it viscerally wrong. But in order to get the right context in there, I this is one of those few moments where I feel like it needs to be said in order to get it. When 45 was selected to be the next president, and he went to the White House and visited with the first couple, the Obamas. With the way that we know that he has been, with the way that he has shown himself, with the way that he conducted himself at the time in that facility, in the news record, it is very easy to look at his face now and realize behind his eye, be, behind his eyes, he had to have been thinking to himself, when do I get this nigger out of my house? Like I said, I don't, I don't say that lightly. I don't. But that needs to be addressed because Trump and Trumpism is viscerally, absolutely, categorically a stain, a cancer on society, but, and this is the worst part of it, but, he's the symptom. He's not the cause. That's the problem. That is the biggest problem of it all. The leader, provider, decider has been, in a lot of cases, especially like this, it has not been the exalted ones on high. It's been the exceptionalism, the tribalism, the I got mine, you go ahead and get yours, however the hell you can do it, because I'm not going to help you. That cancer has been there. And that cultural problem has been there for, well, we can easily say decades, straight off the bat. It's been there decades. The, 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 the talk about, uh, the folks from the, the wrong side of the, uh, of the tracks, the wrong side of town, the ones who have been isolated because of racial divides and social economical situations. And then being considered the others. Why should we pay reparations? Why should we try to help them out? Everything's everything's good now because I mean, you got a black president now. I mean, everything's fine, right? And all this bullshit. And these people still want to believe that what they believe is the ultimate right. I know some people are going to be really upset with me for having said it in the first place. I completely understand that. I absolutely unequivocally, unequivocal, un I totally get it. I'm not even going to bother trying to say the word this time. There's too many times. 
and Bridget, I do truly hope that I have not utterly disappointed you by having used it, because like I said, it's one of those things where I don't like saying it. I don't like thinking about it, but I trust I trust the perspective that Ishmael gave me and it made sense and I don't like I don't like that we have to do it. I don't I don't let me well, rephrase I mean, that. We we know that Trump is racist. He he's always been racist. Yeah. And the whole birtherism thing he started. Yeah. And that was all about racism. Yeah. But again, the the biggest problem of the whole damn thing is that he's a symptom. He's not the cause. Right. That's what hurts. Uh, what is it? Uh, Stephanie's pointing out. It goes back centuries. Uh, I mm -hmm. think you can trace it back to the 15th century in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in I can only speak to the U.S. Because, I mean, you know, I'm over here and that, that's where I know best. I, I can't speak to the U.K. because uh, I, I really don't speak your language. I try. I mean, I can understand it, but, you know, it's it's it, you know, it's it's kind of the same way that Chewbacca and Han Solo, they understand each other, but they don't speak each other's language. I mean, I, I understand you. I can't speak it. I, I, I try. Do you know how hard it is to, to say the word color with a U in the middle? It, it It's hard to do that properly. I keep trying. Anyway, levity aside, the problems have been endemic in my country, in our country over here, effectively since its formation. It's not supposed to be. According to the letter as writ, it's not supposed to be. But there it was. And then emancipation happened, and, you know, everything's going to be fine now. And every, the states found their ways around all that bullshit, too. And they found ways of, of getting around all that so that it didn't have to be, you know, equal. And then we had to get through almost 100 years to the civil rights. And even then, it's still not right. And here we are. 50 years later, and yet again, we're still waiting for the stuff to work straight. And any advancements that we have made in the last 50 years are being rolled back. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's something I want to, uh, I also want to point out. Some people will, will uh, look at uh, television. I know this is going to sound like it doesn't make any kind of sense. Just bear with me a second. Television from the seventies. Um, I'm going to direct you specifically to, uh, uh, to, uh, game shows. I, I happen to specifically love match game. And there were, there were racial jokes that were made. Mash. Also, there were some racial jokes and comments that were made. And I'm using these two specific examples because they were done in a fashion, especially with match game, where it was poking fun 
at how absurdly stupid those statements were. And they were, they were, generally speaking, they were very light. They, they were not demeaning in any way. They were using absurdities to show how absurd those stupid things were. They were diffusing it. Kind of the same way that, uh, again, History of the World, Part 1, used all kinds of different stereotypes to poke fun at society. Because Mel Brooks is a goddamn genius. But, you know, we, we leave that aside. But how do we do that today? We can't. We really can't. Because we don't have... We don't have the try to do that now. Too many people are at each other's throats. And unfortunately, in some cases, it's institutionalized hands at throats. Or uh, fingers at triggers. Uh, I'm not quite sure where I'm going with that one. I'm sure somebody will figure it out later. But we want these things to go the fuck away. Yes, I'm using my F here. Because really, I mean, that's that's really what we want. We want people to be thinking. We want people to be thinking. We want them to get rid of these dumb ideas, these dumb con uh, concepts. We want them to be thinking. We want them to be understanding. It's it's not going to happen, though. I mean, we've got too much tribalism going on in this country. And, yeah, my dumbass of an AG, which, you know, I did not vote for him because he's a tool. I've hmm. known that he's a tool for the past 12 years. Um, You know, decided to have this huge press conference with all these other, you know, AGs and, and uh, GOP governors because he's just outraged that the DOJ wants to do something about you know, school board members getting death threats. He's on the side of the people making the death threats. I mean, how screwed up is that? Massively. But he thinks of DOJ, it's, you know, it's chilling speech for them to get involved. And I'm like, but the only reason why they're even being involved is because of death threats. Yeah. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense. No, but that's the side that he's on. Todd Rakita. Yes, I said your name, Todd Rakita. You're a tool. Um, you know, and, and so was Mike Pence. Well, but, you're, you're leading the bit now. That, that, that's for later. But he's, he's on the wrong side. And, you know, the, the other local funny part about this. Yeah, which I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but it is kind of related to Mr. Rakita. You're worried about going off on a tangent after all the stuff that I do? Are you kidding me? Mr. Pence is, you know, my, my buddy Abdul was, you know, invited, you know, via robocall, granted, um, you know, to go to a, you know, briefing that Mr. Rakita was giving at the state house. And, uh, you know, Abdul's been going to stuff for like 30 years. He has press credentials. He was invited to go to this to cover it as press. 
he shows up to cover it at the state house at said time and uh, gets turned away. Because Because Todd Brikita doesn't like Abdul because Abdul's mean to him and gives him bad coverage in all of the political commentary you know, uh, pieces that he does around the state and on TV. Let me guess. Uh, by is mean to him, uh, do you perhaps uh, mean uh, is as Abdul's- objective as possible and reports yes. on the facts? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's a tool. He, yeah, Todd Rakita is a tool. And yes, Abdul, when he had his own show, gave him plenty of free airtime. As far as like, you know, if you're campaigning, you go on and, you know, give your platforms and blah, blah, blah. And he would ask questions and it was very unbiased. But when Todd Rakita has done some really boneheaded things, then yeah, Abdul has written commentary about it. You know, either, you know, on the the cheat sheet or, you know, in the Indy Star or what have you. And Todd Rakita got his fifis hurt. And so he's like, you're not allowed to come cover my press conferences anymore. But he won't give a reason why. But now the press association is like, you owe Mr. Shabazz an apology, Mr. AG, but it hasn't happened yet. No. No, it's not, it's going, not to. going to. No. No, it's, it's, it, it's not. But I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Rikita, you're on the wrong side here. Uh, you know, first you're violating, you know, the Constitution that you sort of uphold and defend. Freedom of speech. The press is allowed access. If you're a legitimate press source and you have credentials, then you should be allowed access to this presser. Should you not? Folks that are uh, not watching the video are probably going to probably wonder why I'm being so quiet at the moment. Uh, Those that are watching the video would realize that I'm kind of um, thinking, scrunching, scrunching on my face and trying to concentrate really hard. Uh, My my knee jerk reaction is to agree. I'm trying very desperately hard, and and that's part of why I'm I'm kind of concentrating a second. I mean, if it's a valid media source that is not a propaganda outlet, but the problem becomes who gets to decide that, and that's where it gets to be a big pain in the ass, and we know it. Because as soon as the pendulum swings differently for which political party, all the rules also get flipped on their head. And when looking at a longstanding credentialed member of the press, you know, for 30 years, oh, I've, that I've, has covered all the administrations. And again, like I said, my knee jerk is, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. What I'm doing is I'm I'm trying really hard to try to find where there would be legit, uh, legit reason for limitations. I'm trying really hard. 
I'm trying to find a reason to give benefit of the doubt. And I'm going to admit right now, I'm having a really hard time trying to find one. Um, um, but I'm trying. Like I said, I, 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 I try to learn. I don't think there really I, is one. I don't see one. I mean, uh, other than being an attorney, I mean, that is his job. He is a political commentator professionally, has been for 30 years. And has had access to all of the politicians in the state for 30 years. You know, I wonder. And he's covered, you know, like if there's a convention, whether it's Democratic or Republican, he gets in every time. Let me, let me, let me, let me pitch this one to you for a second here. I'm wondering, fellow you know, I'm wondering if there is the possibility that not wanting this person in the press pool so that they can't ask a question that if they answered could be potentially used as evidence in a proceeding of law enforcement later. You, you see where I'm going there? But I don't even think he was going to be asking questions. I think he was just there to legitimately cover the event. Well, now, see, if 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 there were questions that were being answered, people will, in a press pool, will typically, you know, while they're waiting to be called on, they, they will start calling out questions and just arbitrarily. And if somebody picks up and a group starts to pick up on the same question, you know, it, it starts to get real uncomfortable when the press pool wants to keep hammering on a particular uh, question and question and and the same question and and the same because we've seen that with you know people like uh sean spicer how many people were actually at the inauguration the most people well no how many people the most people yeah y- y- you get where i'm going with that one which by the way thank you sean that was so entertaining am i allowed to use the f word again yeah, it's your show, and there's only two of us, so... Yeah, good, good point. Hey, Sean, go fuck yourself. God, of all things, he ended up on Dancing with the Stars. That's only it like two steps... not even... That, that's, that's only like two steps above, uh, what was it, uh, Circus of the Stars back in the 70s? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, whatever. You kids don't know anything about Circus of the Stars. It was, it was, it was, I don't even understand it. It was horrible. I don't know why, but. Oh, anyway. Or, or the, uh, what was it? The, the celebrity boxing matches. Oh, God. Okay. So I finished, I finished the beer. Uh, You did. The beer got better. It, well, let me, let me rephrase that. It got less bitter. As it went along, which could be because it got warmer. It could be because I was sipping at it. I'm not quite sure. Um, would I go back for this? I don't think so. I don't think so. Without knowing which, where the, the bitter fell into. But, um, you know, okay. I mean, I definitely wouldn't choose this. I probably won't choose it again. Definitely won't be choosing it again. But you know what? I I got through it. 
which is more than I can say for the other one from a couple of weeks ago. Holy Jesus. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was that horrible. Was, uh, that, yeah, that one was... Um, <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, Felix was saying that uh, she had the video froze, but audio's okay. You know what? I don't uh, Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I, I, if I find out any more on the Abdul, you know, Hakeem Shabazz saga, I will fill you in. Oh, I would love uh, to hear. I, I went and left a word with the <clears throat> Mr. Tool myself and, and said, yes, he, you know, needs to make a formal apology. We're waiting for it. That's fair. That's fair. That would, that would be, that'd be very entertaining. And there are several opinion columns now out in the Indy Star and other papers that are also saying, um, excuse me, where's his apology? He is due one. <laughs> Yeah, there is that. Uh, Felix is saying, uh, oh, right on topic, hon. Perfect. Is there a beer you like? Um, the only one that I've, like, I've found to be entertaining for me has been Guinness, believe it or not. I've gone back to that a couple of times. Um, I don't know if there's been anything else that's really, like, caught my attention, but, um, this, you know, this one's not mm. and again reminding y'all I had said I'm not a beer guy so for me to go ahead and say you know I, I don't like a beer you know what um that's kind of my default position anyway so you know not lost anything some people like beer so, okay uh, it's not mine did I'm trying to remember did I like the blue moon <laughs> I thought I, I think I liked. You it said bit. it was okay. Yeah, I think I think that you one. I did. That Although I didn't have an orange with it because I didn't know. Yeah, but you said that you could drink it. That yeah, it was okay. So. Yeah, I think so. I have to think about that. You know, maybe one of um, these days I'll, I'll actually go back and and find all the ones that I did like and see if I can get some more again. Yeah, yeah that one actually. I, I'm not a beer person either, but yeah, that one was actually yeah fine and. uh Bill Robbins is the one who had, uh, you know, bought that for me, made that recommendation. And for a non-beer person, yeah, it was decent. Yeah, there's that. By but the I way. But I do have to, have to wonder if you're not a beer person and you know you're not a beer person, why do you keep torturing yourself with these beers? Because I want to be able to say, you know, I've tried. As, a, as an aside to all that, by the way, uh, two things. Uh, one, piss off for giving me all kinds of shit for, because I'd never tried to suck it before. You know, screw you. Uh, and two... Uh, in kind of that same vein, I actually bought, I know, I know, instant, you really shouldn't have instant. I actually found a uh, an inexpensive box of instant grits to try out for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, if I remember, I think it's grits with uh, with jalapeno in it, I think. What? I, I, I need to double check. I don't remember which one it was. I found it at a uh, uh, closeout sales store called uh, Big Lots. Uh. I, I don't I don't know I don't know we'll see jalapeno grits no I, I, cheese maybe I don't I don't know I gotta I gotta kind of check it out uh, big lots it it was great because there were so many things that were I bought so much soup over there because there was some soup that I particularly like they had sausage gravy in a can you know for like biscuits 
eyebrow is cocked up. You can't see it, but I've got one eyebrow raised. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Because I looked at it and I was just like, uh, isn't that effectively um, flour and lard? I know it's not lard, but just humor me with an old man for a second here. I mean, that's effectively what it is in a can. Goo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, no. Mm, nope. Nope. But, you know, so, th- th- so like I was saying, the rationale is that I keep trying because. I would like to find out. Maybe there is something I like. Probably not, but I keep trying. On the other side of it, I'm not going to be trying rutabaga anytime soon because, I mean, no. But you Have know, you ever tried it? No. They're good. No. The first time I ever heard the term rutabaga was uh, after I moved up here and we saw <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go off on a slight tangent for a couple of seconds, folks. We we need this. When I was up here, and my wife and I, we had the TV on on PBS, and we were watching the PBS tel- televised um, showing of the play Into the Woods, because the rutabaga is is mentioned in in the play. Spoilers for anybody that can track it down for themselves. We both had to look at each other in disbelief and ask each other, did we just see what we thought we saw? Because the costume for the big bad wolf was anatomically correct. I shit you not. I still want to find that scene so I can confirm, but I am almost, I am 99.99 repeating sure that what we saw was an anatomically correct big bad wolf suit. So there. And that was, oh God. Uh, so it was Into the Woods. Uh, I don't remember if it was, um, if it was Broadway or not, but it was, it was New York. It was, oh God, I forgot who it was. That was the, 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 the witch. Oh God, I forget who it was. It was, it was, oh God. Oh, uh, damn it. I'll remember later. I'm sure I'll remember later. Anyway, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Uh, I'm 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 a girl from the south, okay. Uh, and I'm still tripping over the rutabaga thing. <laughs> Remember, I was from New- I was from the the burbs of New York City. The term never never showed up for me. And by the way, Felix is saying sausage, grease, flour, and milk. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but if you put it into a can and it's shelf stable, it's uh, goo. Well, yeah. That, that's I why I was saying. I can so. make some fresh sausage gravy that will knock your socks off. Don't ship it to me. I won't ship it to you because yes. then it'll turn into goo. In which case, why not just get it off the uh, off the store shelf? Yeah, that's, that's a good point. By the way, you know those big cans of Arizona iced tea. You know the the big mm-hmm. tall sweet Arizona iced tea. Usually, like mm-hmm. a buck in the store. Just yep. nine nights. Yeah, seventy nine cents. 
Wow. So I thought about getting something, but I didn't because I really shouldn't have that because I've got so much coffee as it is, but whatever. Well, I'm going to get back to the rutabaga thing. You've never tried it. You said you're never going to try it. It has the consistency of a boiled potato. That's not that. too mushy. I've heard that. It's sweet. It was like des- a carrot. It was described to me as an angry potato. It's not an angry potato. It's sweet like a carrot. It's like a turnip, except not bitter. It's sweeter. Okay. Reminding it's like me a really big turnip. When I was growing up, carrots were the little itty-bitty frozen industrial cube carrots that I think back on now, and I think to myself, those were probably pulverized and formed carrots, because I'll be damned to call them carrots now from what I love. I'm talking eat. like real, honest-to-goodness carrots that you have peeled yourself and boiled them. They're sweet like I get that. You. I get you. I get you. And and have the consistency of a cooked turnip, but they're not bitter like a turnip. Okay. And you can cut them in really big squares. And I bet if you ate one, you wouldn't even know what it was. You wouldn't go, it's a rutabaga. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe put a birthday candle on the top of it. Have a, have a birthday rutabaga. I don't know. Figure it out later. And reminding you, I am somebody that I had to be convinced to try sushi and sashimi. And it turned out I actually liked it. Most of it. Most of it. There, there are some fish I do not particularly care for. I don't like eel. Yeah. I don't like uh, cephalopods. Uh, I like calamari. Calamari rings. Like- when they're yeah. not overdone. I yeah. found out that overdone calamari is. I don't like them is- in the yeah. yeah. If it's a rubber band, it's been done wrong. Which is all too easy to do, apparently. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the hell do I know? I've tried octopus before, and it's not bad, but I can't get past the little sucker. Yeah, I, I, I get you there. That's just, that's, yeah. I get you there. Uh, Swede is sweet and a nice addition to any stew or baked. Swede is English term for rutabaga. Oh. Okay. Learned something new yeah. today. Uh, Did too. She's right. Yeah. Uh, as an aside, by the way, uh, into the <laughs> into the woods is on Disney Plus. Don't have it. I also don't have any streaming services. So, yeah. That that's uh, that's kind of the way that was. Uh, what, what was what was the other piece that I was thinking of? Uh, the oh balls. Um, I lost track of where I was. Anyway, figure it out later. I'm sure I'll, I'll I'm, I'm sure I'll remember it later. Doesn't, doesn't really much matter. The, um, how far back on track do we really want to get? Because I'm, I'm, I, I hate, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go kind of parallel to, to, to the real thing. I'm pissed off at these people. I'm, 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 I'm so, I'm so over these people. So I have to kind of backtrack a little bit. The numbers that I had that were like 50% of Catholics and 50% of evangelicals and 50% of the Mormons, that was far earlier in the year. As time has gone on, those numbers have changed a little bit for the better, but it's definitely less than 100%. But I mean, I'm, I'm so, I am so 
done with these people that won't that that don't want to do the don't kill me juice. I I, yeah. I, I really am sick and tired of it. the. Somebody had pointed out that I I forget where it was, but I, I think it was on the left coast that a whole bunch of firefighters had gone to town uh, town hall city hall whatever the hell it was, and as part of their resignation because they were under a deadline to get vaccinated they they had to get vaccinated to remain as uh, you know EMT uh fire especially yeah they left their boots on the steps of town hall city hall whatever the hell it was which is typically a thing that's done for those that have died in the line of duty and the somebody pointed out these people are doing it as a form of protest, which means effectively that what they have done, because it is not noble, because it is not for the good of people, and it is not in any way, shape, or form valorous, that what they've done is effectively, if not legally, although I don't know that there's a, a, an actual legal thing for it, it is effectively a stolen valor or or a, a fake valor or whatever whatever the hell the term is for those people that you know they they wear military uniforms and they got all the wrong stuff on it and they they try to you know they they try to to come off as somebody that was a, a veteran that you know stolen valor or whatever the hell the term of it is and you know what i completely understand that because these people are absolute tools you want to go ahead and, and run into a uh, run into a fire a fired building and, and hope the hell that uh, stuff doesn't drop on you and and your air tank is working right great perfect but you don't want to take the don't kill everybody juice and you're gonna go ahead and you're gonna fight tooth and nail to to keep a job that says um you're you're not gonna keep the job if you don't do it I I got I got nothing on these people. Flight, I don't understand it. Yeah, flight attendants, uh, emergency services, uh, the hospitality, meaning people making your foods. You know, I just I, I, I got no, I got nothing with these people. I, I'm, I'm I I can't. I I am I am now at that point where I have turned into a '90s you know, teenager. I just can't with these people. You know. I know it makes me old to say it that way. You know, I don't. I don't care. Yeah, uh, yeah. As far as cops in New York, uh, number one cause of death last year was COVID. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that part. That is that is absolutely right. And who has a uh, a more dangerous job than cops? Uh well, let's see. Do we have an eight and a half? By 11 sheet of paper, doesn't matter because you're going to need a legal pad to start off with. If memory, if memory serves, uh, amongst all of the other jobs that have become, uh, that are more dangerous than police, if memory serves, I do believe that uh, Lumberjack is up there above them. And the other one that I remember in particular, um, waste collection. 
was very specifically above them. And after finding out that, um, that. Uh, some waste collection, some garbage trucks will spontaneously ignite their payloads because of mixing chemicals. Oh, shit. I had never thought about that until I saw that. That was goddamn terrifying. Wow. I hadn't thought about that either. Yeah. Because you, you remember when you go cleaning your bathroom, what are you not supposed to mix? <laughs> You're not supposed to mix bleach and uh, ammonia. And if you've got a whole bunch of liquid chemicals in the backside of one of these trucks, what could There's possibly spill together? Sorts of you could mix some chlorine gas, amongst other things. Yeah, exactly. There have been right. some of them that have literally had uh, exothermic reactions happen, and the whole damn thing starts going up in flames. Yes, I remember my chemistry. Exothermic reactions. Yes. I just hadn't considered that, but yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I hadn't either. And then uh, and then my uh, my YouTube algorithm suddenly, you know, brought me up stuff that was terrifying because of of uh, something to do with uh, weird stuff happening from driving and and you know, accidents and whatnot. And that was one of the things that came up and it was like, "Holy shit, how the hell would that have happened?" And I started finding out a little bit more, and it's just like, damn. Yeah, that's uh, that definitely qualifies as a hell of a lot more dangerous. Um, yeah. Just just, just that. Uh, by the way, Stephanie is saying, uh, I can top that, children. I do not have a television. I don't know that that's necessarily bragging rights, but, I mean, it, whatever you got to do to get away from you know, paying the tax, you know, that's that's fine. They still have the television tax out there, don't they? Yeah, they do, because that that funds BBC. Yeah. If we didn't have one, I wouldn't miss it. Yeah, there there is that. The television that I've got right now is hooked up to one of my old phones that is only right now being used for uh, playing stuff off of Plex. My, My personal Plex server. So, you know, there is that. Uh, actually, the biggest threat to garbage collection is being hit by a car and crushed against their vehicle. Yeah, yeah, there is Ooh. that. Uh, that that is far and away more likely to have happened, and I I don't like saying that, but the concept that chemical reactions would happen, the fact that they don't happen nearly as often as I'd be afraid that they might. Yeah, because I mean, let, let's face it, chlorine gas—that's nasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it. And if that stuff, you know, gets around to people who are driving around the thing, that's that that that's a bad call into. Hey, boss, I'm not going to make it into work. <laughs> you know that that's a that's a that's a bad thing. Um, Burning your lungs. Yeah. Oh, and Stephanie's saying, uh, they do still have the, the TV tax and headed to 200 pounds a year. You know, uh, 200 quid a week, uh, annoying, but then again, it funds BBC. So uh, considering the, considering how good the Beebs news reporting actually is overall, eh, it's not a bad investment. 
for for what it's worth, for what it's worth, from somebody who is not going to be needing to pay it and uh, run off well, of YouTube. I just yeah, I get wish that. we had some equivalent to the BBC here that was publicly funded, but we don't. Well, we kind of do. We've got it. I mean, we have PBS, but in NPR, but. You know, they get so little funding, and and the GOP wants to gut all of the funding. Yeah, again, again. And it's, it's, I think they'll eventually do it, and we won't even have that. I can't argue with that because they've been trying to do it since Nixon, and I say that because if you remember, it it took. Fred Rogers coming down to talk to uh, uh, I, I forget which group it was that he was talking to, where they were trying to figure out, you know, is what was it, nineteen sixty nine or nineteen seventy seventy one? I I forget exactly what year it was that he went down there, and they were debating whether or not PBS should get, or the 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 nascent PBS should get ten million dollars. Now, admittedly, you know, 1970, eh, that's, that's, that's pretty much a lot of money. But the investment back on the country? I mean, we, 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 had, we had some of the greatest people in, in innovation and technology in those years after that grew up on some of this stuff. So, you know... Maybe investing is probably a good idea, and I think that's that's where we're going to end up uh, getting around to. Uh, oh, BBC has gone downhill after a decade of the government. Yeah, I heard about that talk about rumblings about the Beeb being sold to Murdoch, perhaps. Yeah, I, I heard from skeptics with a K about that one. I uh, that's that's a that's a that's a whole thing. Anyway, and oh, it's gonna be because it's gonna be another Sky News. Great. Yeah, yeah, and and why bother? Anyway, um, where where was I gonna? Uh, where was I gonna? Oh, the 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 whole investing in in education. You know, we've here in the United States, we have systematically been trimming away at education as far as the funding has gone. And it's even worse than that because for the United States, there is no national standard as far as to what people should be learning at what point in their careers in education. It's handled not even state to state in, in some capacities, although each state has their own Department of Education and all of the different districts are supposed to be in line with whatever the state says, although there does tend to be some kind of wiggle room that happens with some groups. And we're not even, we're only dealing with public education. We're not dealing with private. We're not dealing with sec, uh, uh, post-secondary. We're not talking about college, university, that kind of thing. Primary education, secondary education, grade school, or even pre-K up through what should be graduation from high school. Roughly 18 years of age, uh, roughly 12 years of education. So to that end, the 
funding has been whittled away over the decades. And I can get away with saying decades. The expectations have been changed a lot. What is expected to be taught has changed over the years. Because, of course, it has. There's some things that I ended up learning that were good for me long term. Some things that d- didn't necessarily need, didn't, didn't really take. I got a lot of flack when I was growing up because of the choices that I made. I wanted to learn how to play an instrument. I thought violin, I, I wanted to do guitar, but guitar wasn't offered. Violin came up my way. I stuck with violin up through high school. And then I branched out like crazy. I took cooking class. It wasn't home economics. It was cooking. And I learned some about how to cook stuff. It's good. I was in seventh grade. And it was the first trials in my district at the time for teaching secondary language at seventh grade, and I took Spanish. I still remember, I, I, I still remember enough that I could probably read Spanish to with, with, with some knowledge. A lot of stuff I, I you know, didn't get because I didn't get. Did I... Do I feel that I missed out on stuff? I don't think so. But I look back on stuff now, and there are most assuredly some things that were not drilled nearly enough. The esoteric idea that science is not a body of knowledge. Science is a methodology to learn what to put into those books was never something that was given to us. Admittedly, we're now talking about, you know, the 70s into the 80s. And, you know, who who the hell was talking about it like that to kids? You know, now we really have to be making sure that that's a well-known commodity for kids now. I was never... I don't know exactly how to word it. There are certain things that I was not taught. And the biggest thing that I am sorry did not take as much as it should have was the, the English, the, the course in English that I took would have been, um, would have put me into either 7th or 8th grade. Trying to get the class to understand what is the difference between opinion and fact was not hammered hard enough or long enough. It was not given as a, this is why you need this. I had information on how to compose a letter a formal letter, how to compose uh, an informal letter, how to open, how to close, 
where the addresses go, how to address an envelope, stuff like that. Things that obviously we don't have nearly as need for as much now. But then again, we're not nearly as prissy with our communications anymore. Of course, we don't use wax sealing on... How would you use wax seal on email? Whatever, doesn't matter. But the idea of learn how to process, how to critically evaluate, how to understand what is fact and what is unproven at best. That's something that I think has kind of fallen by the wayside. And uh, if that's part of the whittling away of funds, because you've got less funds to work with and less time to deal with stuff and more class sizes and fewer teachers and fewer that are well paid, you know, I, I don't know. But it's annoying that we have to look at this and go, well, shit, we fucked up. Uh, now, how do we fix it? Because we can't fix it with the with the people that we've got now. We got to fix it with the the kids that are coming up. Put that all on their shoulders. That sucks. <laughs> a wax seal emoji. You know what? That's actually a really good idea. I, I like that a lot. And even Phyllis is saying, you know, kids, uh, kids come out of school not able, uh, not able to handle personal finances, uh, home economics, uh, personal safety. Society changes a hell of a lot faster than what our uh, education systems can. Yeah. But there's certain pieces that really don't. And the whole what's opinion and what's fact. Oh my God. Can you just conceive of how different things would be now if that was something that was hammered harder? If it really took at a societal level, at a national level, I, 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 I absolutely cannot fathom how much of a difference there would be. Although, and this is, this is a really sad piece. More critical thought more proper understanding of what is opinion and what is fact, or like I said before, what is minimally unproven would be the death knell to mythology, to religion. Because more and more people would not stand for being lied to. And the sad part of it is with the, the, uncriticality of people in these religious groups deciding that it's okay for them to get together they're kind of killing themselves off and I really want to feel bad for these groups but it's hard for me to feel bad about these groups when another piece of me is saying they made their bed what are you gonna do So one way or another, these uh, 
religious groups are killing themselves off figuratively or and literally. And the kids that are in the crossfire are the ones I feel the worst for. Because it's not their call. We're getting close to the top of the hour. What do you want to finish off with? Because I'm, you know, at, at this point, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to say that, you know, I, I, I can't think of anything else that I need to say. I'm, I'm just, I'm, like I said, I'm just so done with these people. Yeah. <clears throat> I am too. And, you know, here we are almost two years into this pandemic. Yeah. Two years. It's been the longest 15 years of my life, you know? You and me both. And because of these these people, and they're not wanting to, you know, take the don't kill me juice, and not wanting to wear a mask and keep their distance, yeah, there's no end to this thing. I'm tired of it. I'm done. And the the medical professionals who have been saying COVID is simply just going to become endemic mm-hmm. and just going to be just the, the fact of life. Yeah. These people are the reason why that's going that's going so, that way. I don't yeah. I do not want to accept. I do not want to accept that that is a foregone conclusion. They were able to stop the goddamn thing in its tracks and eradicate it in New Zealand mm-hmm. by taking the moderate steps of staying the fuck at home. Stay the hell away from everybody so that it doesn't get spread. Yeah. They contained it. They stopped it. They kept it out because once they had it solved okay everybody you know what uh, the thing is gone you want to go out and have yourselves orgies and whatnot cool you know so long as nobody else is coming in from outside oh right yeah it's kind of a metaphor for what happened with australia with the cane toad isn't it now they've got problems yeah yeah, and they're they they got it again because people came in who were infected. I'm not going to say that they intended to do it. I'm not going to say they didn't, but it's it doesn't have to be that way. What was it that uh, what was it the Kennedys had said? Some people say. Why? I say, why not? I'm paraphrasing. I probably got it wrong, but I mean, you get the idea. It doesn't have to be this way. It didn't have to be this way. So we're stuck with it. For now. Because you have that segment of the population. The ones who think that they are so exalted themselves 
they think they are the high and mighties. And like I opened up with, they now have exalted themselves to be God of their own lives instead of anybody else. They take direction from themselves, their own pleasure, which means they are simply listening to their, am I thinking of it right? Their id? Is that the one where it's the, I want, gimme? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, exactly their their inner three year old is just running rampant. That's that's you know what that's the best way of putting it. We're going to use that from now on because I don't remember what the I don't I don't remember what the what the was it Freud that came up with the the, the id super id ego whatever the hell it was I don't, I don't you know what inner three year old is probably the best way of putting it because that describes it perfectly. I want gimme. I don't care that it's anybody else's. Mine. Mine. Yeah. Now that's you know what? That's exactly it. That's exactly. That is literally it exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and um just to cover it all over there, uh, like I said, uh, Felix had said about the uh, personal finances, home act, that kind of thing. Uh, St- uh, Stephanie had said, uh, had agreed, you know, it's called dumbing down because the uneducated are easy to fool. Yeah. It was yeah. deliberate. Yeah. You cannot convince me otherwise. As somebody pointed out, Whenever it's got to do with education, how are we going to pay for it? Whenever it's a matter of pew-pew missile shoot, it's never even a question. Yeah. My country has some really, really bad questions still laid at its feet. And no damned answers that are worth a damn. I I don't even want to close with anything in particular because this is one of those few times I'm angry. I'm just blisteringly angry at this whole damned affair on too damn many uh, too damn many fronts. So I'm not even going to bother. I think. Right here, right now, is is all that we can do, because, damn it. As always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Hope that you had yourself, uh, I don't want to say a fun time, because, god damn it, this is not, uh, this particular topic is not fun. But I, th- I sincerely hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives, and you Find something worthwhile to think about for yourself on the whole damn thing. And who knows, maybe you can actually convince some people to think about stuff, you know, preferably without a clue by four to the back of the head. Or if you go ahead and you do that, just remember, we didn't tell you to do it and um, no witnesses. So, you know, keep that in mind. Well, and and never, ever, ever take any kind of uh, advice from a podcast. Yeah, including uh, information on how to make uh, napalm at home. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, we, we, we most assuredly will tell you don't do that. 
I'm mentioning about that because believe it or not, uh, I, I know, I know, I'm stalling for time for a second here. One of my YouTube things that popped up was somebody who showed how to make homemade napalm in a mason jar because they were using it to kill a hornet's nest that had been burrowed underground, you know, a, a yellow jacket mm -hmm. nest. Um, okay. Um, huh. I don't know if it's a good idea that anybody knows how to do that, but, um, it's, uh, I, I will only say is this much. It is surprisingly easy to do. And there is no freaking way in hell I'm going to explain how to do it twice. Mm -mm. Remember, back when Mythbusters was talking about thermite, and they're just like, it's real simple. You take blur, and you mix it with blur. And they blurred out what was actually on the, the labels on the, on, the, on the containers that they had. Although it turns out it's really easy to figure out how to do that, but that's a whole other thing. Bridget, hi. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were able to make it. As uncomfortable as this whole damn thing has been tonight, but... Oh, God. How many... You know, we should... Do we need flashcards? Is that what we need in order to keep track of how many people basically need to be told to sod off and, 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 and just go wank themselves? If it's flashcards or bigger piece of paper? Or <laughs> yeah, you're right. Eight and a half by 11, single spaced. Oh, God. Yeah, the list just grows longer and longer and longer. Um, hmm. Maybe we should just start making a wall of shame somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, we we totally need need to do that. And I know that when I used to listen to the um I can never pronounce the name of the podcast, is it I had it in my head. Uh Irreligiosity. I did it. Well that done. That podcast. Thank you. Um anyway, uh they used to have their award the skunk dick of the week. Ooh. And so I'm having a hard time thinking of like the top one for this episode. Uh hmm. Well, we got the easy ones right off the bat. Mike Pence can uh, go fuck himself. Because Yeah, I mean, well Mike Pence, yeah, and the former guy. Uh, Steve Bannon, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and all the goddamn hardline, goddamn Republicans with their heads up their asses who said, no, completely ignoring a subpoena is perfectly fine. There's no reason to hold in contempt for Congress. Yes. What's his name? Steve Scalise. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah, he's another one. They're people we really don't like. And it's not personal. It's because they're bad people. It's not because they're Republicans. It's because they're bad people. The people and they're hurting our country. And how can I get away with saying that we don't hate them because they're Republicans? Because Liz, goddamned, get your ass off of my shoe that's been kicking you, Cheney, has gone ahead and said, yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of all of this. And she's a goddamn Republican that I can respect. And Adam Kinzinger, too. 
it's not because they're Republicans. It's because all of those, how, how, what was it, 200 of them are basically the ones that are saying, nope, it's okay, we, we, we can cheat, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, you can all fuck yourselves. Anyway, we need to get out of here. Thank you, everybody. You take care of yourselves. Felis and Stephanie, guys, thank you. Um, get your sleep. And, uh, yeah, we will, uh, I will make sure that notices for the next shows when the time changes for us over here. Remember, we record at just after midnight on the East Coast of the U.S. So when we change times, because for whatever stupid reason, I, I just really wish they would just set it to five hours UTC and just be done with it. This, this yeah. whole back and forth is just stupid. We've got time zones in the ocean for goddamn reason. Whatever. I'm not going to rant about that now. I'm not going to rant about that now. I'm not going to rant about that now. I'm going to rant about this after we get off the air. Hi. So we're going to get off the air. If you'd like to be in contact with us, take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. We've got all of our information over there, uh, as well as the link for the audio version of the show when Dallin uploads it, and he does a masterful job making sure everything sounds good. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail message or send a text message, feel free to do that over at 859-HCTV-554-859-4288. Please be safe. Like I said, it's the holiday season for Halloween. Be careful driving at night. Please be careful driving at night. We don't want you to get hurt because somebody's being stupid. But we'll be back again next week. And next week, being that it is Halloween, um, you know what? Maybe we should talk some ghosts and goblins and things that go bump in the night. Ooh. Chances are the thing that goes bump in the night is the poor bat that didn't know which way it was flying and it ended up hitting your window. That's a sad thing. But we'll talk about it. We could talk like, I don't know, about really cheesy horror flicks. I think that's what we'll do. We'll go off of the usual, we don't want to talk about the, sorry, we will come off of the, we're talking about stuff that pisses us off. And we'll go ahead and we'll talk about stuff that's just fun. fun. Because, I mean, it's Halloween. Why the hell not? So, in the meantime, please take care. We'll see you soon. So, until that next time we're together, everyone, as always, I wish the peace I no longer have. I wish the strength that I've learned. I wish you well, my wife. 16 years later. I'm still in love with you. Well, Matane Fujin, I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. Till the next time we're together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening. <laughs>